Welcome to Canberra. Metalheads. Season 1. The Archives. Alright, let's keep it. Welcome to Canberra Metalheads. You got Marky Malpas here and Benny Benfagor. We've uh, got a special host here in the show today. We've got Reggae from Reign of Terror. Pleasure to be on board, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming in, man. It's always good to have a few, couple of uh, extra extra people in the studio. Glad a new that. definition to the word special. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really good. Um, Reggae has brought in an awesome collection of... Um, some classic Aussie metal from over the years. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We're going to kick it off right now with some Armored Angel. Um, and Rego, which track are we going to play first up? Um, my choice was Enigmatize off that. It's my favourite song off the CD, but they're all good. It's a classic classic six-track EP from Canberra. Uh, probably the best band I reckon Canberra's ever produced. That's uh, yeah. a big call. That's a big call. <laughs> Them fighting words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is Armored Angel with Enigmatize on Canberra Metalheads. Welcome back to Canberra Metalheads. You've got Mikey Malpas and Benny Banfagor and a special co-host here with Reggae from Reina Terra. Hey. You just heard Chalice with Solace Waves. Before that, there was Crypt with Zombified. And at the top, you had Armored Angel with Enigmatize. Um, just mixing it up a little bit, taking it back with some Chalice. So everybody heard that nice little transition there. Uh, what did you think of that, Ben? Yeah. It was beautiful. I almost shed a tear. Besides being great musicians, they're the most polite band I've ever met in Australian metal, I have to say. We actually, we've played a couple of shows with these guys, I think, back in early 2000s. Uh, there was one night at Rock Ape, I think we played a show with them and we couldn't find anywhere for them to sleep for the night, so they actually stayed at my mum's place. <laughs> that's, so, that's so cool. That's so metal. That's like yeah. the metalist thing about it. <laughs> stayed with your mum. Yeah. Like, that's so, so ring, cool. Yeah, I had to ring up the old bird and say, look, oh, could we put up this band for the night? <laughs> <laughs> and she was stressed out, going, oh, what kind of satanic death metal monster? <laughs> <laughs> what devil worship is this going yeah. into my home? So anyway, next day when I went to pick them up... Um, yeah, mum was like, man, those are the most polite, well-spoken people <laughs> I've ever, young, young people I've ever met. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what the metalhead scene's all about. We're actually polite, nice people. We just look scary. Yep. It's, it's all the front. It's all the front. <laughs> it all comes out in that music. So if yeah. you enjoyed Chalice, um, you can, now you've got a story behind the band. Um, we're moving over now into some slightly more um, uncharted territory. And, and less than polite people. <laughs> <laughs> Just to mix it up a little bit. So we're moving now into some sadistic execution. So get ready to trash your house. Mental metal. <laughs> this is Astral... Astral Abortus. Astral Abortus. Killed it. On Canberra Metalheads. Welcome back to Canberra Metalheads. In beer metal tradition. You've got Marky Malpas and Benny Benfagor. And also we've got a special co-host here, Reggae from Reign of Terror. Salute. You just heard some Atomizer with Upon the Dying Priest, I Spat. Before that you had some Sadistic Execution. Um, that just was Astral Abortus and Suspiral, a double header track. Just to keep everyone on their toes. 
Yeah, I definitely want to go home and trash my house after listening to that. <laughs> I know that if Statistic Execution was there, they would help you. <laughs> yeah, a lovely bunch of chaps there, guys. <laughs> I think I'd be a bit scared, to be honest. <laughs> nah, yes. I love it. Let's go hard, man. You either go hard or you go home. Yep. That's obviously their motto. Uh, it was actually one of the first big gigs that we ever played was opening for Sadistic and uh, they scared the crap out of us. <laughs> <laughs> There's obviously more to that story, but we're not allowed to say it all. Yeah, it's, it's one of those I'll tell you at the pub type stories. <laughs> yeah, so if you ever see Reggae, ask him about that gig. You'll want to hear it. He just told me about it. And... Yeah, yeah, I can I can understand why. <laughs> no, it's... it's tattooed on my brain forever. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so um, we had some nice array of tracks over the last few um that we've listened to on the show so far but um obviously reggae's here for a reason he's obviously part of one of canberra's longest lasting metal bands um you've heard some of his music before on the show we've played uh book of the dead before which was a brutal track i loved it yep so we obviously uh, love to spin a little rain of terror so um what other uh I mean, obviously, everyone's screaming out for um, to listen to some Under Black and Skies. What sort of um, influences helped with making Under Black and Skies? Ah, oh, look, we were pretty young back then, so it was just this sort of standard issue metal influences like Black Sabbath, Metallica, that sort of thing. The um, old school guys. Yeah, I was, I was still, yeah, sort of fairly middle into my teenage years when I wrote yep. that song. Uh, it's it's our paranoid. It's it's the one song that we're probably going to be stuck playing for the rest of our lives. Paranoid, if you know yeah. if you know what I mean, like um, <laughs> yeah, like Nirvana got smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, Led Zeppelin got <laughs> smoke on the water. I didn't delete that. Bit. <laughs> right, we'll you will fix that. Yeah, Deep Purple got smoke on the water, and we're stuck playing under black and skies to 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 retire. I reckon. <laughs> but that's a good thing though. Like it's 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 you know you've got that song that everyone loves. Yeah, it actually does make me feel really good that someone actually remembers a song and goes, yeah, that's, you know, I yeah. want to hear that one. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, it, um, I think one of the first um, YouTube videos I sent to you guys was the Under Black and Skies song. Yep, it would have been that one. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, you look pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> I thought that that was a recent track when I sent the video. More well, recent anyway. There's, there's a lot of preservatives in Melbourne bitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the bitter. If you want to look young, drink. Wait, wait, that's terrible advice. <laughs> Keep you looking the same for 20 years. <laughs> yep. So, obviously, you mentioned before uh, we had a quick chat about Rock Ape. I mean, um, how was it running um, running that bar, especially being fairly young as well? Oh, look, it was an eye-opener. It was a teenage dream come true. Like, you know, I used to love drinking it. Uh, Zorro's was a regular horn of mine, the Gypsy Bar, that sort of thing. Uh, at the time, all the venues were closing down. We were like, going, man, what the hell are we going to do? You know, no one wants heavy music on anymore. Yeah. And then um, I had a big night on it with the ex-owner of Finnegan's. Um, and, you know, after a few drinks and whatever, we decided, yeah, I reckon I can do that. I can run this bar, you know. <laughs> gave, me, gave me a three in the morning rundown of how it goes. I thought, yeah, okay, I'll do this. <laughs> and then, Was it so, a drunken thing or? Yeah, <laughs> all, all my best work. <laughs> it's <laughs> the best way to do stuff, man. Everyone just get drunk and then like you all have the best ideas. So anyway, at the time I was working in the public service and um, so I put in an application and then you know, a few months passed, I'd forgotten about it, whatever. <laughs> I think the pub was shut for about maybe two, three months yeah. after when the previous owner owned it. And then um, I got a call up, oh, you still interested in doing that bar? And I said, oh yeah, when do you want me to start? And um, they are tonight, about three <laughs> hours from now. And I was like, well, why not? Yeah. 
So I mean, I didn't have time to think about it or to be scared or to be have any second thoughts. So Sounds was, like the best way to do it, really. Yeah, sometimes thinking just gets in the way of stuff, and, and there was no thought involved, and this is just an impulse. <laughs> get in, do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's how it started. Like, I, was, I had to... Actually, I was, and then I, you know, I got the keys, opened up a few hours later, and I thought, man, I don't even know how to pour a beer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to ring up one of my friends and go, oh, can you tell me how to pour a beer? <laughs> this is over the phone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's how I poured my first beer, and that's how we started. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty cool way, man. That's pretty, that's pretty dope. Yeah. What a rad story. Yeah. Um, first gig we had there was actually, we had a, we had a, um, probably about a week where we sort of got in there and you know we were just serving whoever walked in and nothing yeah. on yeah. but it wasn't long before you know everyone I was cottoned on that I had it yeah and um I think the first gig we got booked in there was probably about two two weeks after we opened it was with That's Blood Duster headlining yep yeah right and that was a massive night like that just put us on the map yeah in one show we'll, like everyone knew about the bar from then on in and it was yeah you know, That's was awesome. pretty dude. cool yeah yeah no you, you had some pretty big gigs there over the time um and you obviously had a chance to um, work with and play with some fairly big bands. What was one of the highlights? Like, what was the the highlight gig from the from the whole the whole experience? I'm gonna say the highlight of it for me was not actually a gig. It was um, one Saturday afternoon. We, we were all recovering after an Alchemist gig the night before there. Yeah. And so we were we were dusty. It was yeah. about maybe one in the afternoon. And, <laughs> and, um, and it was me and one of the barmaids were in there by ourselves cleaning up real yeah. slow, like we're you know, lurching about. And Matt Skids from Damage walks in and he goes, oh, I'm here to play the gig. And I said, man, you're a bit early. It's one of the other. And he goes, oh, no, I've got to warm up first. And so he drags his kid in there. It's, it might be about two in the other or yeah. three by the time he gets started practicing. And the dude just jammed by himself for one and a half hours. Play. <laughs> oh, if any of you guys have ever heard Damage play, you can imagine what it'd be like just hearing Matt's kids doing one and a half hours of drum gymnastics. Yeah. And it's just you and the barmaid there with a couple of beers, feet up, going, nobody else in the world can see this. Yeah, that's us. dope. That's awesome, man. That was probably the one, that was my favourite memory of the place. Yeah. 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 Awesome. That's wicked. That's actually really, really cool. <laughs> I mean, just seeing that guy behind a whole band is amazing. Yeah. Imagine, imagine just like a solo act. Yeah, that's definitely where that could take you. Um, but there, there was a million good moments in there. We had bands like Pungent Stench play there to a packed out, packed out venue. Um, the last gig that we ever had, we were the last band, Rain of Terror, that closed up the last show. That's pretty cool that you closed. Yeah, closed, cl- closed seen it gig. out. Yeah. yeah, had to get a new band back together for the occasion. Cause, <laughs> but um, it was worth it. You know, like we played. I got presented with my farewell gift. It was a sword. <laughs> that's, so that's all the regulars chucked in and got me. a... <laughs> Got me a sword, so that was really cool. That <laughs> was, well end it in a badass way. Yeah, that was Jamie from Hills and Systematic at the time. That was his brainchild. <laughs> but yeah, no, but there were some magic moments. I'm trying to think of some other good bands that played there. We had um, a few international, like Deeds of Flesh played there. Um, had some pretty random things like Wendy Rule played there once. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was a mixture of things. Had some punk bands that just put on some brilliant shows. Mm. Some metal bands that just tore the place apart. Um, yeah, you couldn't ask for more. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, you can uh, definitely see why Reggae's got such an awesome collection of music over the years. He is <laughs> the veteran. <laughs> Things like He's the man you need to call if you need something. And always good to have him on the show. Um, hope you guys are all enjoying it at home. And uh, just to close out the um, 
And in the first bracket, we've got some Reign of Terror. This is Reign of Terror with Under Blackened Skies on Canberra Metalheads. Welcome back to Canberra Metalheads. You just heard Codpiece with Earthcorp. You also had... Uh, before that, we had Demen Ensemble. Uh, we're not actually sure what this track was called because I, as in reggae, taped it off a cassette and forgot to write down what it was called. <laughs> but it came off the Willpower Bulldozer demo uh, from about 96. So it's a bit of a quirky little track there from, from those guys. They were local legends back in the day. Yeah, very unique piece as well as that. Before we had uh, Reign of Terror with Under Blackened Skies, which you may have heard before. Well, I've heard it many times. <laughs> <laughs> sure you've heard it, man? Like, I'm not 100% sure. Nah. What was it like hearing it for like the 15,000th time? Uh, look, I'm just happy people still want to hear yeah, it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's it was like I said in um, the Claret Ash interview, like, you guys hear a song, you hear how you want it to be, and then we hear it in our way, so it's sort of like, it's, it's nice, man. Like, everyone gets to hear it in different ways and different things, so like, even if you're hearing it for the first time, you're still getting it imprinted on you. It always yeah. means a lot. It's, when we hear it, it's the first time um, we've heard a mastered edition, whereas it's not influenced by all the times that we've heard it before that. Yeah. So we're hearing it fresh for the first time. It uh, definitely changes the aspect of the music. Excellent. Um, all right. So, yeah, um, it's good to have everybody uh, tuning in and listening to our podcast and uh, also the, our um, special guests and interviews we've had. <laughs> Um, I hope everyone enjoys uh, listening to some reggae from Rainer Terra. Yeah, he's been tremendous. Thanks for being tremendous. I do try. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we touched on a few stories earlier. Um, before obviously we've had um, you know, some experiences over the over the years with the Canberra metal scene. Um, what what's from from the more recent gigs? I mean, obviously, you've um, played with some pretty big big names lately. Um, how have you found sort of um, playing in today's, with today's crowds compared to the earlier ones? Uh, look, it's a different thing. I think um, people these days are a bit more sedate and they're a bit more selective about what they listen to. Uh, thankfully, a few of them still listen to us. That, that's really <laughs> cool. Um, but the opportunities have been coming in pretty well for us, actually. Like, um, for a band that plays music, I guess, that we consider old school, uh, you know, we don't sort of really go for the newer crowd. We've still been getting a lot of gigs like that. Venom that we got a couple of months back was, you know, that was brilliant. That's right, that. yeah. Um, had the time of our lives playing that. You know, Venom Dudes dug us, which was really cool. Hopefully we've made some good connections for the future. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And I, I, there's not a lot of people that can have that portion of you know, the gigs that you guys have seen for over the years. So you're like one of, like Renatera would be one of the few bands that actually has that perfect sample of what the, you know, the earlier days of like Metal for the Brain and yeah. Rock Ape and all that versus like today's music festivals and, and gigs. Well, the thing is too, like a, a lot of people think of us now as a pretty extreme band, but some of the stuff we've been playing and even, um, I guess next up we'll probably have that damage track. Um, a lot of that stuff is just... 10 times as full on as what we ever were anyway. But yeah, I guess times are changing now. We're probably one of the more full on bands, whereas back 20 years ago, there were bands that were just smashing out stuff that was so insane. Like, it, it, you know, you just make your liver fall, fall out your butt when you see it live, <laughs> you know? Like, um, but yeah, I mean, we've also had the advantage of being a little bit more accessible than a lot of these extreme bands that um, some of which we've played tonight, 
where we've been able to get gigs with punk bands, rock yeah. gigs, like even we played a show with Angry Anderson and went down fairly well with that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas a lot of death metal bands couldn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, even back in the day in the 90s, we were playing gigs with people like um, Non-Intentional Life Form, um, Roadrunner bands that are chartered and stuff like that, whereas the death metal scene bands probably couldn't have played those shows because they were just too full on. Yeah. So it was... Um, I guess it's also the advantage of being a bit more well-rounded musically where we've got a lot of rock influences, yeah. glam metal, punk. Yeah, you can definitely hear the influences and that's yeah. what I really like about you guys. It's not just straight down the line death metal. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's death metal with a bit of stuff thrown yeah, in Yeah, which is yeah. awesome, man. And it, it is also sort of like hard to do as well because death metal is such a, you know, you, it's just such a brutal thing to be able to have like different varieties of like different styles of music put into that as well. Like it makes it, makes it even more wicked. Yeah, no, it's very diverse. I can see you guys playing with um, a large range of different different bands, and yep. and have over the years. Yeah, it's definitely made it easier for us for sure. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah, and also such a um, such a broad range of um, different musicians over the years. I mean, y- yourself being the constant in Rain of Terror, and then this evolving yep. band around you, um, obviously would have some influence towards the different styles. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a good point you brought up. Um, like we've had a lot of different people um, in and out of the band over the, the 20, 23, 24 years we've been around. Um, and a lot of these guys were influenced by different things, like some into tech death metal, like we've had Naif from who's now in Wretch. He 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 brought in a lot of suffocation, deicide type influence. Yep. Um, then after him, we had a guy, Jeff, that brought in a lot of um, straight down the line, uh, I guess you'd call it more progressive melodic metal like Carcass, Nevermore, that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, then when I switched to guitar, it brought a lot of Black Sabbath, Motley Crue type influence. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, mostly within a death metal, I guess, sphere of influence, but having different people from different um, backgrounds play in the band, it's really sort of given us all these different flavours that we can chuck into a casserole, I guess. Yeah. Even Chris Farrant, who's left the band about a year ago, he was heaps into his Bathory and his Nile and that sort of stuff, and that put a different aspect into the band as mm. well, you know. And now we've got uh, Mike on bass. He's heaps into his Megadeth, a uh, very big Metallica fan. So that's, that's bringing us back yeah. into that sort of classical metal. Yeah, um, it's gone full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool, though. Like, you've noticed, like, a lot of things, like, they start, they literally just do a massive full circle. So, like, to end up back sort of around that that, that sort of well, time roots, wicked, so. man. But yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a big, I'm pretty sure everyone's a big fan of the old school 90s, um, 80s and 70s rock. And that's what made pretty much everything today. Yeah. So like, it's good to have that sort of big circle to come back down to. Yeah, and it just means that we're not repeating ourselves album yeah. after album. Like, you know, there's nothing worse than a band that puts out seven albums in a row and they sound exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you pick out one song and you can't tell whether it came off album number one or number yeah. seven or, you know. Yeah. No, definitely. That's one of my... I can't really say pet pet peeves because I'm not in a band yeah. but like listening to bands that, that release like five six seven albums that sound exactly the same it's just like come on guys we love what you're doing we support what you're doing but like try give something else you know a bit of a new flavour yeah just mix it up a little yeah, yeah that's yeah. it <laughs> yeah no that, that was good so I mean we uh, mentioned before some we were going to listen to some damage so um, here we have damaged with uh, swine eyed sheep here on Canberra Metalheads. You're back on Canberra Metalheads. You're here with Monkey Malpas, Benny Benfigore, our special guest, Reggae. 
that was temptress your time has come and at the top we had damage with swine-eyed sheep we'll just take a moment now to run through our gig guide so on the 30th of june at the basement you will be able to see temptress the band that you just heard so go and check that out 30th of june at the basement we've also got coming up we got Heathen Fest on the 2nd of June. So we got seven brutal bands that you guys need to go down and see. Headliner Act of Hortopsy. We've got a beard comp as well, which Marky Marky will be doing some stuff about that. He's got more information about that now. Yeah, so the beard comp there's got three categories. We've got longest, thickest beard. We've also got best bushranger beard. And our personal favourite, which is sponsored by Canberra Metalheads, the best Viking beard. So if you go on your facial fuzz and you want to head on down to Heathenfest to try your luck against the other beards, come and see us there. We'll be able to sign you up and see if you can go home a winner. We've also got some up, further upcoming gigs with Amorium. They're playing on the Vanishing Point gig on the 6th of July at the basement. So check um, Amorium at the Vanishing Point gig. 6th of July basement we've had um, another gig on that night as well the 6th of July is also Witch Skull at Transit Bar Witch Skull's an awesome um, old school band I mean definitely worth a listen so I mean that's a toss up between those two gigs who knows if you're quick on your feet you might be able to catch a bit of both <laughs> but cloning technology <laughs> that's what we need yeah. exactly um, with which goal um, kicking off their tour um, here in Canberra. So check that out. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. We'd love to have Witch Goal on the show. They're an uh, awesome band, great bunch of dudes. Spoke to them before. Uh, it'd be really cool to have an interview. So Witch Goal, if you're out there, hit us up. We'd love to have you on the show. All right, now uh, rounding off our next section of the show. We'll, um, up next we have Witch Goal with Vast Electric Dark here on Canberra Metalheads. Welcome back to Canberra Metalheads. You just heard some... Oh, that was Astrial, um, a Brisbane band from, I guess it would have been late 90s, mid-2000s period, with their song Ode to Antiquity. Okay, and before that you had some Johnny Roadkill, Sex, Drugs and Girls Like You. Uh, great Johnny Roadkill track there. I got given a digital version of that, so check it out on Spotify. Uh, and before that, we had Witch Goal, Vast Electric Dark. Witch Goal, uh, obviously, we mentioned before, has a upcoming um, gig on the 6th of July at Transit Bar. So if you like that track and you love to see some more, go along and check out Witch Goal. Unfortunately, that's uh, all we've got time for tonight on Canberra Metalheads. So. Um, We'll close up the show now and just say thank you to all the um, all the support we've had over the last two shows. We've watched numbers increase um, quite dramatically already, so it's great to see everybody out there um, giving us a like and a share, and uh, all the bands out there getting behind us. I mean, obviously, without uh, you guys' s support, we wouldn't be able to do what we do, so thank you very much. Uh, we've also, you know, had a great range of guests. I mean, obviously, we've had reggae in today, which is phenomenal. Uh, have you had fun on the show, Rego? I have indeed, and just yeah, quick thanks to Marky and Ben for having me on here. Let me no drag worries, down the man. tone of the place a bit. <laughs> yeah. No, it was wicked, man. Yeah. It's great to have a veteran like you on the show. You, you know, with your past stories and knowledge of music's been great. I like stories. <laughs> <laughs> and some stories that weren't allowed to air, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah so you might be able to have to, have to catch up um, with Reggae 
personally to hear some of the extra extra. Trust ones. me, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you enjoyed the show, definitely uh, check us out. Um, subscribe to our podcast and uh, listen out for some plenty more to come. And if you're a band there that would like to promote any upcoming gigs or album, uh, hit us up. If We'd love to have a chat um, at Canberra Metalheads on all social media platforms. Um, ben, I'm sure that you enjoyed the show. You enjoyed speaking to reggae and having a good yeah, time. Yeah, man, it's been great. This is my first time getting to uh, meet reggae and actually getting to know who the man is behind the voice. So it's been great. I've been having a great time. I haven't been talking as much today. (laughs) (laughs) Wicked. No, I haven't been talking as much today just because I wanted to get ready to more talk and perhaps, you know, you guys got to, you guys can talk about stories more. I've just been the creepy dude who sits to the side going, yes, (laughs) this is great. Yes. Your input's valid anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, so uh, thank you everybody for listening. Keep it metal, guys. Yucca, yucca, bam!